0: Welcome to The Joycast, Episode 10, What Do You Really Want? The Joycast is a weekly life coaching podcast exploring the possibilities and obstacles of a more joy-filled life. I am your host, certified professional life coach and public speaker, Gia Gedri. Hello, sunshine. Well, this is a special podcast because we've entered the double digits. This is Episode 10. And it's about what do you really want? Do you like making wishes? Do you think ahead about what you're going to wish for on your birthday? Do you notice when the clock is showing all the same numbers in a row and you think, yay, I get to make a wish. And then what do you wish for? Is it something relevant right now or something far off in the distance? I remember being a little kid and walking home from the bus stop and just loving to find wish flowers. I think I've always been something of a dreamer. And if I wasn't actively wishing for something, I was dreaming about what I would wish for if a genie granted me three wishes. It was my favorite game to play with friends. What would you wish for if a genie granted you three wishes? And I always gave my first wish away to world peace. No question my first wish was always world peace. Then my second and third wishes were usually about falling in love and having a family. Sometimes I wished that a particular boy in my school would like me, but ultimately I was dreaming of our beautiful future somewhere far off in the distance with a bunch of kids and a mansion. And I still love wishing. I still believe that we can have whatever we want. If we plant that seed, you know, put it out there, give it some time to grow, and really trust that it is coming, I still believe that wishes can come true. I do remember a significant shift I had once when my dream of getting married and having children had come true. It was 1998, I was married. I had two little, little kids, babies really, and we had a cute little house. But to be honest, I was struggling. It was my first year of staying at home, and I'd left my career as a teacher to be a stay-at-home mom. Up until that time, I had been an incredibly busy person Truly, all throughout high school, I remember in high school, I was a member of eight different clubs and organizations, and I played on the tennis team. Then I went to college and I got involved as much as I could, and I worked, and I liked to take as many hours as possible. Why? Because I wanted to graduate and get married quickly. <laughs> so I'd been so busy, and then I became a teacher, and I was it was such a rushed and busy lifestyle, you know? I just had filled my days with more tasks than I could ever possibly accomplish. And then staying at home with the kids was quite a shock to my system. I remember feeling very restless and I kind of always wished that I was doing something else, anything else than what was supposed to be done that day. I was really honestly always looking for ways to get away from my life. Then one day I saw this episode on Oprah and she did this time capsule thing where she had a big treasure chest on the stage and she challenged the audience to dream of what they'd like to have or accomplish by the year 2000. So all the audience members came up and put things in the treasure chest like a wedding gown, a check for a million dollars, a miniature house, a baby blanket, All these little tokens, you know, representing what they hoped they would find and have by the year 2000. So, all right, I was excited. Another wish that I can make. And I remember really wondering what did I really, really want? I had two years to go. I could put anything I wanted in that treasure chest. And I just didn't have a dream pop into my mind immediately. There was no tangible thing that I wanted but oprah kept talking about this treasure chest every week or so and so i kept thinking about it and finally it all came together that what it really was that i actually wanted was i wanted to love what i've already got i wanted to love the life that i was actually in i wanted to enjoy my kids i wanted to enjoy my husband i wanted to be at peace I wanted to feel connected to my actual life. No more dreaming of a life that existed somewhere out in the future. I wanted to be present and I wanted to be content. So I wrote up a little wish list and I put it in a little treasure box of my own. And then I waited. I figured I had until the year 2000 to figure this out. So in the meantime, I found books at the library to listen to on a cassette tape, in my car, or on my Walkman. I found books I could read. I joined a book study at a local bookstore, and I, and I got connected with other people who were dreamers and seekers who wanted to also become more present and mindful. So essentially, I began a quest of self-discovery and mindfulness that still charges me up to this day. I just love this stuff. I found this one book called What Do You Really Want for Your Children? by Wayne Dyer. And I loved it so much I bought my own copy. And I still have that book. I'm looking at it right now. And one of my kids scribbled in it. I want to share a page out of this book with you just so that you can see what a remarkable answer it was to my big asking of how to enjoy the life that I actually had. Okay, so here goes. Think for a moment about the greatest priority in life. Imagine for yourself and for your children that you were all bequeathed the ability to enjoy life, regardless of the circumstances around you. If someone abandoned you, nevertheless, you would still know how to enjoy life. If you were faced with a serious illness or about to go through a difficult tax audit, you would still be able to enjoy life. Disappointments would come and go. Yet because of this inherited gift, you would always know how to enjoy life. Given this imaginary ability, it would be impossible for you to ever be a burden to anyone else. Therefore, you would be as unselfish as humanly possible. Naturally, if you could always enjoy life, you wouldn't have a set of expectations for other people to provide enjoyment for you regardless of what they chose at any given moment. What a miraculous gift this ability to enjoy life at all times would be. You actually do have this capacity. It need not exist only in your imagination. You can make it very real for yourself, and you can inspire this marvelous quality in your children. After reviewing your objectives for your children and considering all the possibilities of the things you might want for them, it almost always boils down to this one wish. I would love for my children to always have the ability to enjoy life. If this describes what you would like to provide for your children, you can make it a priority beginning today. If you offer this wonderful gift to your children and give it to yourself at the same time, your reward will be children that grow and mature into the highest level functioning human beings on our globe. Okay. The people who genuinely make a difference in the world are those who are not preoccupied with their own personal happiness, but who instead take it for granted as a precondition of their humanity. The people who feel successful and act and achieve at the highest levels are those who are able to ignore the need to have someone provide them with happiness injections. The truest definition that I know of of a no limit person is simply a person who knows how to enjoy life, especially when those around them are going mad. I just love that. When I read that, I thought, I really do want that for my children, but I also really want that for myself. And then the author says this, the fact is that most of us do not know how to go about helping children to learn how to enjoy life because we have not learned that simple secret ourselves. We cannot teach what we do not know. We go on and on in the same vicious cycle that was handed down to us, and our own children become the victims of our parental ignorance. You must be able to model what you're attempting to teach. Well, I can tell you that I did expand a lot in the next couple of years, and I did feel by the year 2000 that I had settled into my life. I began to thrive as a domestic engineer, but my real quest to find true inner peace and inner harmony would continue right up until today. Today, I'm finding myself almost an empty nester, my youngest one is a senior in high school, and I also happen to be single. I never made a wish for my marriage to end, but I did make a wish several times to be able to find joy no matter what. I read once that if a person loses their limb, any limb, it will take one year for them to return to whatever their natural state was before they lost that limb. If their natural state is one of peace, joy, contentment, harmony, they will find that again, even having lost a limb. Or the same goes if they were to lose their sight or their hearing. Whatever kind of person you are before a difficult time, you will generally be able to find your way back to that. So now here I am in the life after this life that I was so much wanting to be able to enjoy and that I wrote about and dreamed of and placed my wishes in that treasure chest. I'm in the part now that I've been reaching for and wishing for And I just want to tell you, it's so, so, so good here. What I really wanted for myself is here. I'm in it. And I want to share this with you. I want to tell you what it feels like, just in case you've been searching for the same things. What it feels like to me is peace. That's number one. It feels like calm. It feels like confidence and knowing myself knowing what it is that I want, being able to make my own decisions, defaulting to no one, not needing to ask the opinions of others, not being afraid of the opinions of others, not wanting to run away from my life anymore, feeling so good in my body and feeling so good about my body. I understand now what it means to truly love myself I accept myself 100%. My mind is clear. My heart is open. I know now how to feel my emotions. I know how to allow anything that I'm feeling to exist. No resistance. Just allowing and accepting what is. I tell the truth to myself. I tell the truth to others. I've stepped out of all the stories of my past I've stopped questioning myself. I've stopped believing that I'm the problem with everything. I've stopped trying to fix me. I accept me. I love me. I laugh at myself and I delight in my uniqueness and ridiculousness. I've stepped into the possibility and I'm dreaming again. And creativity is just bubbling up in me. I'm not beating myself up for being sad. I don't believe that I wasted any time. I don't tell myself that anything about my life was a mistake. I'm not worrying about being a burden on my friends or my family. I'm not worried about money. I'm not worried about security. I'm not afraid of being alone. I'm not afraid of new relationships. I'm not worried or afraid about anything. I know that whatever happens, i can handle it because i know how to handle any emotion and the only reason we ever do anything is because how it's going to make us feel and i'm not afraid of that anymore there's a lightness inside of me my cells are vibrating with excitement and eagerness all my muscles are relaxed I feel an openness in all the places that used to be tight. I feel an ease in my tissues. I feel peace in my bones. I know what it means to be peaceful to the core. I love waking up in the morning to a new day full of possibilities, and I rest really well through the night without waking up with those midnight scaries. I love living now. I want to read everything. I want to listen to all the podcasts. I want to see the world. I want to walk everywhere. I want to climb on things. I want to take beautiful pictures and taste delicious food and meet new people. I want to have rich and deep and meaningful conversations. That's my favorite thing of all time. I want to hear your story. I want to connect deeply. I want to relish in the joy of life. I've begun to see these sweet subtleties of beauty all around me, just right outside my door. Sunlight sparkling in the water droplets on the leaves. The baby in the wagon walking by my house. The dog's ears following a sound. The people giggling. The birds chirping. The drizzle falling in slanted lines. I see everything. I'm here for it. I'm not trying to change it. I'm not trying to manipulate it so that it's something magical, but it actually is magical. I know what it means now to be fully present. I finally get it. I am me. I am here right now just as I am. And I know that you are you and you are here right now just as you are. I respect and honor myself. And I respect and honor you and all is well and all is as it should be. And guess what? There's no such thing as should. It's so good to be here on this side of pain and suffering and struggle. When things are hard, I just wanted so badly to believe that that was just going to be temporary, right? And I couldn't believe it. I thought it was forever. I read so many self-help books. And all the books would tell me this is temporary, but I really didn't know for sure. I went to therapy, I hired a life coach, I purchased online courses, I went on retreat. Sometimes I thought I would just slip right out of this life on a wave of sorrow. I honestly thought that the pain I was going through could kill me. I know you know what I'm talking about. If you're a human, you have faced darkness. But now that I'm on this side of it, I know for sure that when I'm separated from this lightness in my future, I absolutely will find my way back to this natural state of joy. I absolutely will. It might take me some time, but now I know how to support myself through hard times and hard emotions. And how do I know for sure? Because I know now that it's not the circumstances of my life that determine how much joy I have. I understand that who I really am is joy. That's who I really am. Joy is like a cork. It always floats. You can hold it under water for a while, but it takes effort. And when you let go, it's going to bob right back up to the surface because joy floats. And I know that I float too. And you know what? You float too. We're gonna bob up to the surface again and again, no matter what happens. I spent way too much of my life believing that there was some deservability factor that I didn't have. I really did think that people who had what I wanted had it because they deserved it, and I didn't. But I just don't subscribe to that belief any longer. Nobody deserves joy, peace, happiness, love more than anyone else. There's no level of goodness that I have to get to in order to deserve these things. They're just basic human rights and they're available and possible for all of us. What keeps us separated from our joy is simply our thoughts. It took me a long time to get this concept, but baby, I've got it now. I'm a floater and you are too. So as for what I wanted for my children, I have to say, it's all working out beautifully. They're all still growing and becoming, but they're way ahead of where I was at their age. One of the best lines in the book, what do you really want for your children, is this. The principal goal of parenting is teaching your children to become their own parents. This sums up the whole message of the book in one line, and it's beautiful because I can see for myself that I have become my own parent, and my parents became their own parent, and so on forever. So naturally, our kids are going to go on and parent themselves. They're each independent individuals. They're autonomous of us, right? They're divine in their own being. So it all comes back to the essential truth that our only real job is to figure our own selves out, to find our own way, to become harmonious within ourselves. And that gives our kids all the room that they need to find the life that's right for them. My many childhood wishes for world peace hasn't come true quite yet, but I have found inner peace, which means that my world is at peace. And that's how world peace begins in the first place. Okay, sunshine, I'll see you next time. Love you. If you would like to work with me one-on-one, this is the fastest way to reconnect with the great joy available to you in your own life. We will dive deep into exactly what you want most to focus on so you can understand your own brain, how it works, and what specifically you can do to create the joyful life of your dreams. If group work is more your speed, I have a group program called Joie de Vivre, which means joy of life. This program is only $97 a month and we have weekly group coaching calls, one group for moms and one group for young women. There are resources inside the program that you can consume at your own pace. This is a great resource. You can find everything you need on GiaGidry.com and please follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Love you, sunshine.